the you kind of like this guy, but when you can't decide between the filet o fish or the Big Mac, and he says, I'll get you both. Thank you. You definitely <laughs> like this guy meal. Get it at McDonald's when you get two of your faves for just six bucks. Limited time only. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Welcome to the Bald Move Television Podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for all of television. I'm your host, Aaron. I'm Jim. And this week, we are doing what we do every week during the, the busy season. We argue about who won the week between Fargo, Better Call Saul, and The Leftovers. It's been tough these last few weeks to declare a winner and a loser. Um, this week, I think it's easier to declare the loser... I felt like interesting. Better Call Saul was the uh, the 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 loser by a pretty wide margin. Now that doesn't mean huh. it's bad. Okay, I just think that when you're talking about the deaths of major characters uh, in the other shows, uh, you gotta go. You gotta you got you gotta go with them. I mean, potentially. Yeah. <laughs> Were you going wobbly on the whole Lori killed herself thing? No. Okay. No. I see. I'm coming up from the other end. I think there's a clear and obvious winner here. Okay. Like super fucking obvious, and it's the leftovers. And then the other two, you can kind of argue about. Really? Yeah. I think the leftovers is or the far. I mean, yes. I think this week I've got to give it to the leftovers because it was one of those things where I've I've never seen something like that on television. And I mean. You know, okay, Fargo has the uh, – oh, by the way, spoiler alert for all this shit. Yeah. If you don't know this five, six weeks in, whatever we are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shame on you, not us. Uh, Fargo has a stupid, senseless, accidental death of a main character, and I think it works within, like, who that character is and the uh-huh. struggle between the brothers. But by far more meaningful to me was the death of Lori. Yeah. In The Leftovers. I mean, well, I mean, she, we've been with her for three seasons, and she's gone right. from a villain to, uh, you know, just one of her lost characters to arguably one of the heroes of this season. And it wasn't and, really until this episode that I think you fully understood her and her journey. Right. Um, right. But they did that so well. Like, in a lot of series, I might say that was kind of a shortcut. Like, The Walking Dead, you know, when they when they start to focus heavily on a single character, oh, you know, their time's up. Not always the case here in this in this uh, leftovers. They don't always do that, but yeah, this, year is, this had, time they did. They had built a puzzle. We were just missing a couple important pieces, and once they snapped into right. place, it felt you know very inevitable and, and final. Yeah, we didn't get like all of her backstory this episode. We just got the most important piece that locked it all together. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, the way she went out and just. I don't know, the conversations she has before she goes out mm-hmm. are all so meaningful and important and mm-hmm. uh, emotional that I just, I loved it. Yeah, and even moments like I, there's, you know, this is one of those shows where you can do a two-hour podcast and still not talk about everything because I, Cecily was listening to the podcast in the background and I was listening to it as well. And I, we didn't mention anything about just like, when her and Kevin Sr. meet for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think we've ever seen them share dialogue before. I mean, I, I, don't quote me on that. It, it, it's entirely possible that in some of the flashbacks or whatever. But, you know, her calling him Pops and him calling her Lorelai. Like, I just felt yeah. this show feels like a lived-in actual world more than almost anything I've seen on television before. Right. Like, these relationships, even the ones that are very efficiently sketched and are not extraordinarily deep. Like everything, the dialogue and and the emotions of it feels true. 
um, which you know kind of makes it ex- extra tragic. Yeah, I, I think you're right. There's no no doubt that the leftovers won this week. I'm just actually I'm actually kind of surprised that you thought that Fargo and Better Call Saul were close. Now you did not like. The, There's a lot the I didn't shocking, like. accidental, whatever death of of Ray. There was a lot you didn't like about Fargo. The first time I watched it, yeah. The second huh. time through, it became a lot better. Because um, here's my thing about Better Call Saul: it's a fine episode. Yeah, but it had nothing to really commend it uh, in a week that these two other really good. Like if they had some Jimmy commercials, it would have been a tougher sell. <laughs> uh-huh. But this was a very this was a nice moving the pieces around the board. I think next week is going to be bananas. But this was a quiet week for for Better Call Saul. I thought. Well, it showed. So the thing I like about it is it showed the desperation building in Jimmy. Um, you know, we had this idea of oh, how is Jimmy going to survive now that he can't be a lawyer? Well, they showed it to us, and they showed how much it's affecting him uh, psychically. You know, mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that was good. And then I guess you didn't like that final scene where he breaks down. Uh, whether that's a real breakdown or a quasi-breakdown, listen to the full podcast to find out. <laughs> but it, there seemed to be, you know, two possibilities there. And I guess you come down I thought it was. I thought it was a pretty long scene for... I thought it was a pretty long scene for what was a pretty obvious thing that he was trying to do. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and also, the get... I found it annoying, you know, I, I, we probably talked about this in the podcast, but the fact that when you have this performance and a performance and a performance, um, it's a tricky line to con- communicate that this is a performance to the audience mm-hmm. while the real audience, which is the character that the performance is aimed at, is supposed to not understand that it's a hammy, over-the-top, crappy performance. And I felt right. like they didn't do that. There's Okay. There's they just went broad and comedic with it, which necessarily made it seem unrealistic. And but you know it's 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 weird because they got this uncanny valley where they're a drama, they're a dramedy, right? Right. Leaning much more heavily on the drama than comedy that you would originally suspect. And and Fargo actually has that problem too, where it's a dark comedy in a lot of spaces. Where the leftovers can be hysterical, but it's solidly drama. Yeah. Um. So, you know, it's, it's, and, and, you know, it's also the final season. Like, that's, it's hard for me to imagine that anything's going to beat it the next two weeks because these are the final two episodes we're ever going to get. And, and previous they set leftover, up to be bananas. And, and previous leftovers history has shown us that the, the last few episodes are always superior to everything that comes before it. So, yeah. if that, that holds true now, it also could be that it just completely implodes upon its own cell, uh, weight and, Mm-hmm. You know, Lindelof is back in the doghouse, and, you know, we shit all over it the next few weeks. But hard Maybe. for me to believe. I'm just – yeah, I, I guess you really didn't like Fargo as much. Um, you, you really didn't like the parts of Fargo. And you re- – so so we're the opposite. You really like that scene, the final scene with Jimmy. I do. I think it's really complex because there's more going on than just a con. And you were – where I didn't, and mm-hmm. you were ambivalent about the, the death on Fargo where I never even thought to question it, which maybe I'm getting sentimental and soft and, and slow in my old age because <laughs> – Or maybe I, you know – the possibilities are endless. You know, maybe I was in a bad mood or something when I watched it or like – who knows? Uh, but yeah, it just didn't strike. I would, me I would as imagine like you would be awesome. one of the people that would know if that possibility was true. You just you just throwing out well, I'm smoke throwing out scenarios. Or, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah. All right. Um, anything what else? If my, what if my pet horse had died the day before, <laughs> and I was sad about it? 
is that a is that a joke that ties to anything? <laughs> no. Okay, I thought it's like, did I forget that there's a horse parable and no. uh, Kevin rode a horse? No. Did he? He did ride a horse. Yeah. Don't tell me he's dead. Um, all right, is there anything else in television that we want to talk about? Uh, no, I mean I'm continuing to keep up on Silicon Valley. Uh, I watch John Oliver when I remember to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah, I'm uh, two weeks from now. Orange is the new black drops. And I'm I'm incessantly debating about whether we're covering that this year. Uh, what else? Have we reached a decision about House of Cards? I thought we had decided not to cover it because we have so much going on right now. Yeah. Uh, between, you know, commission podcasts and first run movies and club features and the three other shows that we're covering. When does that come out? Does it come out like this, this weekend? This week. Next, really? next week. Next yeah, week. The 30th. It. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's uh, drops on like a Wednesday, like right in our busy schedule. Yeah, that's tough because I know I'm going to watch it. I just don't know what, when I'm going to watch it, and whether anyone will care about our opinion after it's over. So yeah, uh, do you think we should do this? Is maybe a um, this is maybe a more of a empire building kind of thing? But what what should we do with the House of Cards feed? Sell it. <laughs> <laughs> Sell it to After Buzz. Sell it to Frank Underwood. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of weird that, like, you, you got full coverage of all these seasons and it just comes grinding to a halt. Nah, we did that with Justified and Americans and, you know. Did we? No, no, end. no. We actually, we there in both of those things, there was some finality to it. Like, we just didn't just, just steal off into the night. Oh, I mean, if you want to, yeah, throw out an episode that says, hey, guys, hey, we're just not going to be too busy to fucking cover this. Thanks, Netflix, for dropping it right in the busy season for us. Right. Okay, yeah, I think that. we should do that, maybe, if we're, if we're definitely not going to do it. So, yeah. All right, uh, anything else you want to talk about? I don't think so. All right, packed week next week, uh, as always, at ballmove.com. Uh, thanks for joining us on Who Won the Week. Yeah. Leftovers, now they they got the, the – did Fargo win last week? I think it did. Yeah, see if Fargo I'm, – I'm really interested to see it, if the Leftovers can hold the belt these final three weeks. Yeah. Because there's stiff competition, but boy, geez, I got a lot of affection, and this is the the the, la- the being the last of the last has got to have some emotional weight too. Yeah, uh, but we'll be back next week with another Who Won the Week and a full slate of podcasts and everything else. Uh, check it out at BallMove.com. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next time. Until then, I'm Aaron and I'm Jim. See ya.